sports fan, but so I got to see what sacrifice looks like. I got to see what discipline and business look like. So it was a combination. Just growing up in the hood, uh, you know, just seeing our people struggle, you understand what I'm saying? And, and really asking the question, why? Not have to worry about the pandemic and not have to go through what a lot of people are going through right now uh, during COVID-19 or any other time. I just want to show the people what's right and the proper way to go about doing it. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot of scams, fugazi, foo-foo stuff out here as it pertains to trade, and it has left a bad taste in a lot of our people's mouths, right? And uh, they never go back to trading or even learning how Reason to Reason why we should even be having a conversation if we don't have next year or two years from now this, this many people are millionaires. Like, we, we can't really have a true conversation. I brought my camera, sat my camera down, and I filmed him. I didn't try to convince him, come on, man, this is a good idea, this is a good idea. I filmed him, I streamed it online, got the results, and I brought him results. I didn't bring him an idea. And I think that's where a lot of us are going wrong. You bring your people. It's more so the amount of people uh, that is the most important thing. This is what's going to attract the people with the cars. This is the shiny thing that's going to get them. But behind this is all the work that he's put in. Behind this is all the work we put in as a business. So that's the most important thing, passive impact. Peace, fam. It's your brother, Ben X. Welcome back to the ABS Brothers. His name is? Jake Taylor Jacobs. And Doctor. Today, Doctor. <laughs> And today we're going to be discussing where your heart is. Is it still saved on your Instagram? Yeah. If you want to get some more context, you're going to get context today, but go check out Jake Taylor, E-R, Jacobs on Instagram, and you can check out where this topic actually came from. But what does this topic actually mean? <clears throat> so when we talk about where your heart at uh, on IG today, this morning, uh, actually before we got onto the show, Brother Ben, um, I was talking about how to stay disciplined, how to build, how to build courage, uh, confidence, and how to how to stay disciplined. Because a lot of people are struggling with staying on track, staying disciplined, managing time, and building confidence to build their business, whatever you know, their life, relationships, whatever. And um, the core base of that, I was talking about um, how confidence and discipline are the key ingredients for the four wealth principles that are needed. And the four wealth principles are. Um, um, spiritual, emotional intelligence, financial, and relationship, relational. Um, a lot of people think that the understanding of what wealth is, is just the ability to have money. But there's a lot of people who have money, but are broken every other aspect of your life. So when you look at, when you think about a wealth, a wealth, wealth, think about it as a four-legged table or a four-point foundation for a home. If you lose one leg, but you have all the other things in place, it won't crumble the entire building uh, or wealth that you're kind of building or a tower that you created. But if you only have one leg out of all the other three legs, it's always going to be falling. It's always going to be up and down, which is why a lot of people can't get, you know, themselves together and they can't actually actually f uh, uh, receive fulfillment from all those things. So when we talk about wealth, wealth, um, wealth is four elements of your life. Again, relational, financial, emotional and spiritual. If you have these four pillars in your life structured and on, on, and on point, everything else can kind of flow. And so when we talk about confidence, we're talking about where your heart at. The biggest thing I was talking about, Brother Ben, is the reason why a lot of people can't stay disciplined in what they said God called them to do or what they said that they wanted to do or they, or they said that they were um, dreaming to do is because their heart 
and why they started it in the first place was in the was in the wrong place. And so a lot of people talk about, you know, it's hard for me to stay disciplined. How do you stay disciplined to see this go through? And I always want to do a heart check. What was your intentions when you created it? Because if your intentions, the intentions behind you creating or you doing what you said that you're going to do was not in the right place, odds are you're always going to stop. And when you talk about that heart, now you got you to gotta figure out, okay, if my heart and why I intended to do something is directly connected to my discipline, then when I'm inconsistent in my discipline in my in all areas of my life, odds are my intentions behind me getting behind something or getting into this relationship because the intentions were off or were wrong. I'm not going to be disciplined and do the right thing the whole entire time. And so, Brother Ben, I got a question for you. Um, um, has there ever been uh, anything that you got into business endeavor opportunity or something that you started off, but it was hard for you to stay on track and discipline? Um, yes, I would say probably wholesaling. Okay, why? <clears throat> A couple years ago, I was looking into real estate because this is around the time everybody was saying this is how 98% of millionaires are rich, real estate. So I was into real estate um, a little bit. Reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he's talking about the other side of the four quadrants, you know, real estate. This is how you can get some tax breaks as well. Um, and then you want to become an investor. So you have your, your person who's an employee, then you go from self-employed, then you become an investor eventually. That is the goal. So uh, I was like, well, I ain't got the money right now to get into to get into real estate. So they said, well, you can make money without money um, in real estate, which is wholesaling. Well, I got started, and uh, when I had when I saw everything that it took, you gotta send out mailers, then you gotta communicate with those who respond, then you gotta get your uh, assignment fee uh, or your assignment agreements, then you gotta go find investors. And I gave up. I didn't have the discipline to do it because my only reason for wanting to do it was money. Mm. And anything that I start um, and it's only for money is something about it. I just can't continue to do it. It has to have a purpose tied to it. You got to have a mission tied to yeah. it. Um, and, it and, and really, it can't even just be about me. Like when I was working out, you know, when, when for me, if I'm keeping on my mind that it's somebody who's overweight that's watching me, that's what makes me get up in the morning and work out when I don't want to work out. I remind myself of there's somebody else. So even if it's just about me, sometimes I can't even do it. It has to be how can I impact somebody else? How can I, you know, uh, inspire somebody else who don't have anybody in front of them that they can watch and be inspired by? So for me, the reason I didn't stay disciplined is because you know, number one, I didn't have the confidence uh, of knowing everything that I needed to know because that was a totally new field for me. And the reason I didn't have the desire and will to overcome and just learn all of the intricate de details that it took to do it is because I started it for the wrong reason. But if I believe if I started it for the right reason, I always have the desire and will to overcome and learn anything in the middle that that's needed for me to get there. So that goes back to your heart. It doesn't mean that you lack discipline or it doesn't mean that you lack uh, uh, focus. It just means that when you got into that space uh, of real estate or wholesaling, because you didn't come in with the right intentions, like you said, it can seem as though 
you're not disciplined or you're not focused and you're kind of everywhere. And that's the biggest thing that I just want to get to our cousins, Brother Ben, is that a lot of them are beating themselves up because they're not focused or they can't get disciplined to make their goals and dreams happen. But they keep get, getting into opportunities with the same understanding or heart or hunger for what's not working in any other opportunity, which is money. I can be honest. Every opportunity that I've gotten in just for the bread, I I, I, I quit. I, like, I stopped doing it. It's kind of like trading. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no purpose uh, to want to really learn trading. That's why I really love our auto trader. So if you're in BWO, you can tap in and get on our waiting list for our auto trader. But um, that's why I like our auto trader because I can stay in my gift, put my money in the auto trader, depend on somebody else. Uh, strategies that went in the auto trader where they that's what they they have a purpose to do it like they they have a need behind doing that and i can benefit from somebody else's need or purpose without having to diminish my will or or desire to i I think you just gave the answer you said you get to operate in your gift because naturally all of us got a gift and sometimes you know i hear people online say things like well i don't have a gift you know i don't know what my gift is and sometimes when you um I'm going to just say it like this. If you ever been in a situation where somebody, let's say they farted, or let's say... <laughs> Bro, it, <laughs> why do you always do death, farted, rape? Like, because I got to make it extreme like, so they can feel it. If you're around and somebody farted, or the room stinks very bad, why you there when you in it, you don't smell it. I mean, you may smell it when it first happened, but if you just naturally, if you living in a house that naturally stinks, but you live there, you don't know how that smells. Yeah. Um, you like smell normal to me. But when somebody new comes into the environment, they telling you, bro, this house stinks, fam. Like this don't, <laughs> it don't <laughs> smell good. <laughs> but the point is when you around something so much, sometimes you can't even smell it because you don't have anything to compare it to. But when it's like it's like your gift. You've been you've been having this gift all of your life, so you can't see it. Well, you better you bring been, that you, thing. You've been back having around. this gift uh-huh. all of your life, so when somebody somebody else may be able to see it, uh. somebody else notices it. But because you've been you've been having it at your disposal all your life, you've been doing it so natural all your life, you don't see it. So you have to spend time. You know, maybe getting outside of your comfort zone and then revisiting and seeing, man, I do got a gift. This is my gift. It's just so natural to me. So the scripture says not a job, not just money. Your gift will make room for you. So let me let me let me tie it home even more with the wholesaling. I'm about to get back into wholesaling. But I believe my gift is utilizing my influence, utilizing my creativity to give life to the dead. I really feel fulfilled. When I can help somebody through a video, which is my way of communicating best, help them raise their life. So now when I get into wholesaling, what I'm about to do now is not for me to make money. Yeah, I'm going to make some money, but that's not the main purpose. The main purpose is when somebody's coming through the tribe and we've we've revived them mentally, we have something that I can bless them with, a program that I can bless them with. So now when I'm going through the documentation now, yeah, I'm going to do it first because I always like to document it. But it's now going to give confidence to somebody who never done it before. I never done it before. I'm going to be learning. So as I document it and I show them the journey, I'm building up their confidence. And so now the whole selling is going to be tied to our students. The whole selling is going to be tied to my mission of giving life to the dead mentally, spiritually and financially. So my intentions is different now. 
So I think a lot of times people can't be disciplined because they're trying to do things that's outside of their gift. Oh, bro, bro, did, did you watch my IG? I didn't watch it. Are you sure? I was in here on my phone. Bro, like literally that's what I talked about. I talked about how in the word of God it said, bro, <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> I literally talked about on the IG how in the word of God it says your gift will make room for you. And it doesn't say in the word of God gifts. It's not a plural in the context of that piece of the scripture. It says your gift, which is singular, which means all of us get one thing that he gifts us with that can overpour and bring a bunch of blessings. An apple seed cannot be an apple seed in an orange seed in a in a in a banana tree. Mm. It's only one thing. And it can it can do multiple things. It can provide shade. It can uh be it can provide lumber. It can uh you know it can it can be a switch you know for people that get whoopings from they from their grandmama. Uh, it can it can it can be a place where children can hang on. It can be a place where your 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 clubhouse can be built inside of it. But the purpose of why that apple tree was created was to produce apple fruit. That's the true purpose of it. All the other uh, anx uh, ancillary, what do they call it? Um, you know, I, I ain't, I don't huh? use them kind of ancillary uh, things that come with it. It is is extra. Mm. So, so when I talk about your gift will make room, brother Ben. First of all, we have to identify the difference between a gift, a talent, and a skill. Because a lot of people think that because they're super talented in multiple things, that means that they have multiple gifts. And because, just like you said, you've been with that gift your entire life, you don't even know how to identify your gift because you've been so focused on developing talents. Mm. And it's easy for you to see your talents than your gift because you weren't born with your talents. You had to develop your talents. Um, but your gift, you 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 came into the out, out the womb with this gift. And so what I want to do, I want to break it down so that we can then get back to the discipline and the confidence, which will which will be the reason why a lot of people have imposter syndrome. So when we look at gift, talents, and skill, see what we have to understand is that your gift transcends eras, your gift transcends time zones, your gift transcends um, years and dates and in in moments in time. If you if you if you really understand what a gift is, God gives us gifts that are able to be used no matter if it's before uh, Christ, after Christ, uh, uh, 300, 3040, uh, 2020, 1970, 1920. Your gift is not indicative of the trend of the day. Your gift can be used no matter what's going on. So if if you feel like your your talent is your gift, ask yourself if if the industry or that trend didn't exist, if that technology didn't exist, could you still operate in that space? If the answer is no, that's a talent because a skill set is something that is learned and you typically learn skill sets based on what is going on of that time. Case in point, people may be like, man, my gift is to really make sure, you know, I'm, I'm gifted to do this plumbing thing. Well, that gift couldn't be used in in 1910 because in 1910 there was no plumbing. <laughs> you you was boo booing uh, uh, in the ground, uh, in, in the back in the outhouse. You know, you say, man, my gift is really utilizing technology. That ain't no gift because back in 1910 there was no technology, and you literally was uh, mailing letters. So if that was your gift, you're telling me that God is so is 
in his infinite wisdom and in, in, in how fine in, in how big he really is, he made your gift only to help in error. Only only the time zone that you were built in, that's impossible. So what we have to understand is that your talent is just an overpracticed skill. Matter of fact, uh, Brother Ben, can you look up, can you Google a definition for talent? I want you to Google it and tell it. Your talent is nothing but an overpracticed skill. It's a mastered skill. A skill is something that is learned. We all have. <laughs> you just gave the definition. Oh, uh, huh? You just gave the definition. No, nah, I, said, but, uh, I said a skill. Are you Definition of a skill. A talent. Definition of a talent. Talent is a natural aptitude, whatever that means, aptitude or skill, a natural or a natural aptitude or skill. Then if I go to Marianne Webster des- definition, it says a specific, often athletic, creative or artistic aptitude. I got to We're going to have to look go, up. Go, aptitude. Look up aptitude. Then I see general intelligence or mental power. Then I see a person of talent or a group of persons or talent. No, that's not it. The natural endowments of a person. Okay, we're going to have to look up aptitude. What's aptitude? Aptitude. Natural aptitude or skill. So if you, if you look at that, that means that what is a skill? A skill is something that is practiced. Go ahead, Brother Ben. What's aptitude? Aptitude means uh, a natural ability to do something. Got a natural ability to do something. Just because you have a natural ability to do something doesn't mean it's your gift. Right? Um, I'm going to give you an example. The definition of a skill is the ability to do something well. That's the definition of a skill. The ability to do something well. (laughs) 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 What you laughing for? These words I don't even know. (laughs) Uh, It's the ability to do something well. Well... In order to call it a skill, it had to be learned. So I can learn a skill, and then when I master the skill, what they say, you talented. Matter of fact, when you when you hoot, Brother Ben, you didn't come out the womb uh, shooting uh, tray balls, did you? Mm-mm. You didn't come out the womb with the hezzy that you do, freeze the d- defender. And, and then, I got somebody with that this weekend. Ooh, it, so it was cold. bad, right? Stuck to right, right. That's something you had to practice, right? Yeah. And, and, and when you practiced it and you put 10,000 hours in, they said, man, that brother being is what? Talented. talented. <laughs> well, you couldn't be talented unless you first learned the skill. But if somebody is gifted, they have an ability that can't be taught. Uh, 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 Michael Jordan or LeBron James, they are gifted. They got a gift. Athleticism is a gift that you can't train. You got some people that literally come out the womb can jump a 42-inch. Can jump a 42-inch, head hit the backboard, dunk the ball, fast as hell, strong as hell. You, you, you can't practice that. That is their gift. So if they go and they go into the league or they go and play professional ball, they can supersede somebody who just worked hard because they have a natural gift. Now, that's not to say your gift you're not supposed to practice that gift or master that gift. But what it's saying is that if you look at a skill, if you look at a skill and you say, man, that brother is talented in that skill. Well, a talent is an overpracticed skill. So if somebody is talented and skilled in football and they, and they practice they butt off in football, they become talented in football. Well, there was no, there was no American football in, 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 in the 1900s. There was no American football in the 1800s. 
So you're saying that you're talented in football means, and you say, man, this is my gift to play football. That's not true. You have a gift of athleticism that could that could be used in any dynamic, no matter what industry that you're in. Uh, or no, no matter no matter the time zone. That's the difference between gift, skill, and a talent. So a skill set is something that you learn. A talent is an overpracticed skill set, but a gift is something that you didn't learn. You just you just you naturally can do it. This gonna bring a lot of context right here. Look, this heavy. This right here says what I I, I Google. What is the difference between talent, skill, and gift? Gifts are used for God's purpose, correlated to talent. Skill and talent can drive an individual to success and fulfill a mandate in life. A skill needs instruction, time, training, and practice to actually learn. Talent, on the other hand, can be developed into a skill as a demonstrated talent. But then I'm going to go back to the difference between a talent and skill. It says right here. Talent is something that one is born with. It is your natural ability to do something without really thinking about it. Skill, on the other hand, is something that you acquire after putting in a lot of hard work, unlike talent. It is not inborn, but learned. So what I'm thinking is your gift, especially since it's in the scripture, your gift is something that God has given that God has already given you to use for his will. And I think this is this is where the fulfillment part comes in. Talent, you know, man, that brother got a he's he's talent. I'm thinking about you naturally fast. Like that dude fast. He ain't go through no bunch of drills. He ain't lift weights. He ain't went through no cone drill. This dude is talent. He got he fast. Who saying that? Who saying both mate? He probably got some skill with that too. But he probably <laughs> naturally fast but a skill you know it's like my ball handling i i wasn't always driven the way i dribble i wasn't already I, I wasn't always controlling the ball like i like i was so that's skill but my quickness that's a that's a talent that i got how quick i am i ain't really had to work on it. i've been quick all my life and then my gift whatever my gift is that ain't necessarily basketball my gift is something that god has already blessed me with which goes back to Hell, if if you if you say your gift is technology, can't necessarily be that per se because thousands of years ago they didn't have technology. God has given us a certain, so it may be breaking down certain things. My my means of being able to break down something may be the technology, but my gift is me being able to break something down and make it simple. So if you put me back there in the 1300s, my gift is still going to be valuable because I'm still going to break things down. It's just going to be different tools that I'm using to get it. So I like that. When we break down a gift, it's something that's transcends time, like he said, transcends eras and things of that nature. So it's much deeper than, you know, my gift is uh, being able to make websites. Mm, that's probably not it. My gift is a uh, 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 social media manager. Mm, that's probably not it. It may it may be a part of it. That may, that may be your means of utilizing your gift. But when you say social media managing, what is that? Is, is is it managing? Is it being able to take what somebody has in abundance and structuring it for them? That may be the gift that we're calling social. Man, I mean, this stuff getting deep, man. I'm like, we need to come up with a course on this. This is some deep stuff. This <laughs> is deep, and, and, deep and, man. And now that you're a personality wizard, yeah, it's going to definitely help that because here's the deal. 
Um, I see so many people say, man, I'm just gift, so gifted and talented and all these things. And you, we stop and start because you're doing 9,000 different things. And see, this is, what I, this is what just came to my mind. It's not that you gifted in all these things. It's that your gift can be used in all these different things. So, mm-hmm. like, you, let's say your, your gift is speaking. You may say, uh, you know, I'm gifted in um, uh, doing videos. I'm gifted in speaking in uh, audiences. I'm gifted in doing consultations. No, your gift is the way that you speak, the way that you break it down, but you do that through these different mediums, and I think that's what people are getting confused in. They're confusing their gift with the way that they're, with the mediums or... or, or I like the word uh, medium. The mediums that you're using your gift for, because and it's not that. talent can be considered a medium. Yeah. Right. Because um, uh, like I like I used earlier, like some people just naturally see problems in things mm-hmm. and, and find better ways that it can be done. And in the wrong environment, people will say, man, that man negative, man. You always want to find this, this and this. But in the right environment that respects that gift, mm. they'll say, man, you're an engineer. That's good. Well, an engineer's number one job is to find problems and then find the solution to that problem. That's an engineer's number one job. Well, if I think about an engineer, an engineer, that type of mind, a solutionist type of mind that finds a problem and fix it can be used in many different mediums, mm. using different talents, meaning I can use it as a chemist. I can find problems in food or chemistry or, or prescription, whatever people, whatever, and I can find the cause and effect of that thing and then find a better solution, better way it can be used. I can be, it can be used as a doctor. Man, you always finding problems with things. Yes, because I can look at somebody's body and see based on how they walk to know that something is wrong with them. And you may think, man, you always finding something negative. Why are you always talking about people's hips are out of shape or their back is bent wrong? Well, I'm seeing the problem that you have and I'm providing you a solution. If you do this, it can be fixed. Or I can use that as a tech engineer. I can look at a website. Find out the problem of the website and find out exactly what to do to get the, the, the algorithms to work in a better way. Or I can do that in social media. I can find that the problem of somebody's page and find the reason why their algorithms are getting messed up and get them more views on their page. I can use that. I can use that in finance. I can figure out exactly how come you keep getting the same result in your financial life by looking at uh, um, um, the consequences of your decision making, which causes an effect with how you manage money, because that's uh, your money. The money that you make, you're trying to cover up your insecurities with that. So the solution to that is this. And so if I'm in the wrong environment, people will. I, I, I do it. You do it so naturally. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to use it right, people would think this is a negative thing. Same exact thing for me. Um, I'm a communicate. I-, I like to communicate. My 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 gift is communication. My specialty, because every gift has a specialty, is education. So I know how to communicate with my words. I'm a wordsmith, but my my specialty in that gift is education. Well, in the wrong environment, people say, "Man, you got the gift of gab. You talk too much." In the wrong environment, and, and if people keep telling you that, you're going to believe, man, I talk too much. And then you're going to try to play down your gift because you talk too much. You always want to break stuff down and make it simple. People are going to be like, man, you always trying to teach something. Man, you always trying to, you think you know everything. But in the right environment, that gift can be used as a teacher that can educate the brightest minds. That gift can be used to be able to bring life to the dead and show people exactly who they are and provide them ways that they can take advantage of their life. That gift can be used to educate people on uh, uh, finances or who they are uh, or as a minister, as whatever the case is. And so what happens is I can use that gift 
of communication with my specialty of education. Now, it's important to understand this, Brother Ben, because my gift is to take uh, is, 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 is communication. The specialty that I have that's attached to that gift is to take complex ideas and make them simple enough for anyone to understand. Some people had to go to school to learn how to do what I naturally do. Mm. Some people got to go to Toastmasters and, and go study under preachers and pastors and read books to learn how to break that stuff down. I can't explain how I do it. I just do it. However, as a communicator, I did have to learn how to sell, though. Even though I'm good at selling, I had to learn how to sell. Mm. I never had to learn how to teach. And so what happens is a lot of people would think, oh, because I'm, I'm, a commun I'm good at communication, that naturally means I can teach. No, because having the ability to teach is different. Like there's a, co there's a connection that you have with people that you can read and see where they are the same way with sales. So if, I, if my gift is communication, some people are good at co are, are communicators, but they naturally are manipulators. But you can either be a manipulator or you can be an influencer. Well, that gift is communication. My specialty is, is, is either manipulation or persuasion. If I do it the right way, I can persuade people to do the right thing. If I do it, use it the wrong way in the wrong environment, I can you get people to do the wrong thing. So that's a salesperson. Most, the most greatest salespeople in the world are great at persuading people. They have the gift to be able to persuade people, which is why I naturally don't like salesy stuff because I'm an educator. I can sell, but I'm, I just don't feel like myself in doing it. There are other people great at communicating. Watch this, Brother Ben. But their specialty is writing. They can't speak it, but they can write like a mug. Mm. And so they're trying to go to Toastmasters to learn how to communicate. When they should be getting with somebody who knows how to communicate, but they're 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 uh, they're good at persuading people with their words, and this person can literally write for the person who's good at persuading people with their words. So if I know what my gift is and I know what my specialty to that gift is, I can I can now write code. I can communicate and, and learn how to write code and get the website to do what I want to do, and I can communicate through a website. I can communicate uh, and write copy a sales a sales page. For, for for a salesperson's pay, you know, for a salesperson mm -hmm. or a business. Uh, I, I can I can use my words and I can I'm good at communicating and I can end up writing scripts or writing these uh, uh, these speeches for the most greatest prolific uh, um, uh, speakers in the world. Like some people do uh, for presidents. And so when I realize my gift, then I can say, well, damn, there are many different avenues I can use my gift. Now, which best fits me and which industry best fits me? Because guess what? Um, if I'm a communicator and I'm good at writing, that transcends time. No matter what generation, writing's always going to be needed. Mm. I, I like that. And uh, I, I, have a, I have a prize. Um, I've become certified. Uh, by doing the DISC assessment, helping you understand who you are, really allowing you to go deeper to get knowledge itself on why you react the way that you are. Are you an introvert, extrovert? Are you a people person, task person? Why you? Why are you the way that you are? Um, if you text GIFT to 214-884-4644, I'm going to do the first 10 people for free. Uh, we're going to do a consultation. We're going to set it up, and we're going to go through this process with you for free, uh, the beginning stages. So text GIFT, G-I-F-T, to 214-884-4644, and we're, and we're going to go through it. When we get back, I want to discuss something, but we're about to go into commercial. 
uh, real quick, but I want you guys to text that. And again, it's the first 10 people. If you're not the first 10, then you can set up a consultation where you can pay for it. But I want to do the first 10 people so we can get some testimonials under our belt to show how powerful it is when you've really discovered who you are, really discover what your gift is. It'll really open up your life when you get that real clarity. We'll be back right after commercial. Uh, well, I'm glad I don't have to do stuff like that no more. That's the type of job I used to have, working with machines, working with physical labor. Now I make money off using my mind. You ever thought about AT&T, your insurance bill and your light bill? You pay that bill on a monthly basis. So yeah, your light bill may be $60 or $90, $100, whatever the case may be. But imagine that same company is getting paid off for hundreds of thousands of people. If you had a product for $50 and you sold it to a thousand people every month for $50, that's $50,000 a month. I want to help you all develop different products, different services to make money anywhere online as long as you got Signal and Wi-Fi. If you click the link below, I've developed an ebook. It's called 50 Ways to Make Money Online. I want to help you out. See you on the other side. Oh. And we are back live and in the mix. I hope while that commercial was going, you were sending us a text message. But this is what I want to talk about. I want to I want to talk about why it's important, because I know some of y'all be saying when Jake say uh, it doesn't say gifts, it says gift. And you probably it's probably going through your head. But I know good and well, I got multiple gifts. Why it's important for you to locate that gift. And we just talked about that beforehand, uh, how you you probably do got that one gift, but you got a way you got different mediums of that using that gift. Yeah. And this is why it's important for you to understand that it's something that transcends time. It transcends error because it allows you to do so when you discover your gift. Here's what I mean. When you discover what your gift is, you don't think me being a customer's, how can I say this? When you understand what your gift is, let's say you're on a job right now that involves your gift. As time progress, progress with, 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 with uh, technology, with social media, with uh, robots, you won't feel left out. You won't feel that, dang, they're not going to need my job anymore. See, when you think that your job is your gift, that's where you went wrong. Mm. When you understand that it's my gift that I'm utilizing to thrive in this job, it doesn't matter what, what technology is coming. It doesn't matter what currency is coming. You utilize your gift to now do it in technology. You utilize your gift to now do it in the robots, do it with AI, do it with social media. So that's why it's important for you to understand what the gift is. And this is what the disc assessment helps out with as well. It allows you to see what you naturally are. And then it allows you to see what you do when people are, are, are looking at you, your unnatural state. So if I'm somebody who's a high D, this is somebody who makes, you know, Quick decisions. It makes some, it, it's not necessarily quick, but it makes some. It, you don't need as much time. You make decisions um, very quickly versus than somebody who may need a couple weeks to make a decision. Then you understand: Am I a people person or am I not a people person? So if I know I'm a people person and I'm in customer service, yeah, okay, my job may have went away, but what new thing is going to be? Uh, uh, I may not be on the phones anymore. But now they don't went to the live, the live chats now. Everybody want to go through the live chat. They don't want to call in. Well, okay, just because they done got away because ain't too many people been calling, maybe you need to take that gift of being with people and do 
shoot, you maybe need to do uh, uh, email. Maybe you need to be the one who's commenting back, chatting back on the live chat on the website. Maybe they have something to where they got the Zoom calls going to help out with customer service. Maybe now you just need to take those talents to doing the Zoom calls. I don't know what it is, but I just want us to understand that once you discover your gift, now you are almost can't nobody control you. You're yeah. not you're not tied down to one job. You're not feeling like if I lose this job, I'm losing everything. And I think that's where a lot of people are. You think that your job is your gift. And once that job is gone or as technology advances that, oh, man, I'm going to be left out. No, you got to learn how to utilize that gift and use it in modern time if you understand what your gift is you'll learn how to use that gift in modern time because the scripture didn't lie your gift will make room for you and bring you among great men see that's a piece that we often leave out that's very important why is it important that it brings you amongst great men because these great men are great because they discovered their gift and when your gift is brought to the table and it's making room for you and it's bringing value, their gift is going to be something that you don't do. So I can focus on just what my gift is because see what happens is because I do the marketing and I can bring money and I think I'm good and I'm the damn and I'm the one who's doing the operations. See, but you missing out. I can't think because I'm the one who may be good at marketing or I may be the one that's influencing bringing the money in that I'm good at doing what Jake does. I can't think that because once I think that and now I say, well, I'm going I'm to do a business all by myself. I'm going to, shit, I'm bringing in me. Look at how many people on my text list. I'm going to go do it on my own. And then you realize, damn, there's some conversations I got to have behind the scene. But that's not my thing. Conversating, merchants account, dealing with it. That would run me crazy. I don't want to be dealing with all that, man. I'd be irritated. But see, once I understand what my gift is and I'm bringing my gift and then guess what? I'm confident. Let's go back to the confidence. I'm confident in my gift. Let's look at the word confidence here. The word confidence means uh, 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 a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's abilities or qualities. See, when I don't appreciate what the God has gifted me with and I'm looking at him being I can become jealous of him. I can become envious of him. I can become where I'm trying to do some operations or talk about something that he talking about because or because I'm not appreciating what God has already given me. And then another uh, definition is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. See, when you trust the God, when you trust what God has given you, I'm giving my all 100 percent into my gift because I'm wasting my time trying to take up his gift because God didn't give me that. He said gift will make room for you, not gifts. So stop trying to do what somebody else is doing, do what I'm supposed to do, and then that will lead me to being disciplined. What does discipline mean? Because now I'm confident. Confident in what I'm doing. I'm, I'm reassured. I'm, I'm self-assured. I believe in what the God has given me. Then when I come over to discipline, the word discipline means the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. That's one That's one aspect of it. Then when you come over here, it says training that corrects modes or perfects the mental faculties or moral character. When I think about discipline, I was disciplined in basketball. And the reason I was disciplined in basketball because I'm saying I don't care if somebody's at the gym or not. I'm, I have a goal that I'm striving to reach. 
I believe in myself so much. I believe I can get there. And there are some things that I have to continue to do in order to reach this particular uh, thing. But this is what I always used to say. Think about if I'm racing somebody. If I'm racing somebody going as fast as I can, the moment he starts to get in front of me and I believe I lost, most people, they do what? They slow down. Man, shit, I don't already lost. But when you have confidence in yourself and you believe in yourself and you believe you can make a million, you believe you can make a million in a, in a month, in a week, in a day, you're going to be disciplined enough to do all that you can do to stay there. But a lot of people are not disciplined because they don't believe in themselves. Mm. A lot of people are not doing the things that they know they're supposed to be doing on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, because they don't believe in the end result. I believe that I was going to eventually go to the NBA. That's why I did it every day. I believe that we're going to get to a million in five minutes. That's why I got, dang it, I'm doing it as much as I can. I believe we're going to get to a billion like Brother Chris said, and this is why we go hard the way we go hard. But a lot of people can't wake up and be disciplined because they don't believe they're going to be rewarded on the other side. And that's the biggest thing. If you're operating your gift, you don't care about the reward mm. because you get fulfillment in just operating the journey. your gift. Mm. <clears throat> um. You're not looking for a hand clap. You're not looking. When you're operating your gift, you're not looking for recognition uh, because you get fulfillment in the just operating in the gift. You get fulfillment in just having the ability to be able to do it. And so when I look at people stopping and starting and stopping and starting, I always think about them. They probably, they, they, and, they, and they're mad at themselves or beating themselves up. And I'm like, yo, you're not operating your gift. I actually like what you said. And I like, I like the reason why I like... Um, us kind of just leaning on our our godhood and spirit and the spiritual uh, downloads we get, brother Ben, and defining things because when we look online, not define like not the actual definition of words, but I'm talking about the understanding of things because somebody else thought the same thing. And so I, I like what you when you talked about how talents are just mediums of expression of your gift, mm -hmm. um, and because God is going to give you multiple ways that you can actually express your gift um but your gift is only one thing and so when i think about brother ben talking about operations if i didn't know what my gift was i would think that my gift was operations a uh, running you know running businesses or uh, running departments on a higher end level but the truth is my gift is educating and one of the means of mediums that i can actually express my gift is by communicating and teaching people how to how to do the job and how to fulfill the job and how to hold themselves responsible, how to be leaders. So I'm educating people in that way, which looks like operations. Mm. But I could go around and talk about, man, I'm the best. I'm the best uh, operations uh, builder of all time. Like I'm building operations all the time. But if that was the case, if I was truly gifted at operations, I would like the micro of it. I don't like the micro. The micro like gives me the heebie-jeebies. But Sean Item does. Mm. His gift is analytics and finding small things. And come on, guys, we got to do better. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> listen, bro, like, I love you, Sean. That's why you're here. Help me, help you, help us. That's what you do. And so because I know that my gift is communication with education, I know that God gave me a vision for where the company is supposed to go, and I can communicate that vision effectively through all departments to get everybody on track to do what they got to do so that the end or goal of the vision is is being completed. I know that's what I'm good at. 
So to other people, it may look like operations, but to me, it's just me educating people on how they can do their gifts to help us get to the vision that God gave us. So all I'm doing is just operating my gift in different mediums in different ways. Let's talk about basketball. I played basketball, yes. I got skilled, yes. Um, I, I, I developed skills um, in basketball. I wouldn't say I was talented in basketball. Um, not saying that I wasn't good. What I'm saying is I didn't have a lot of natural ability. You know what I mean? Like I mastered my skill set of basketball, which some would deem as talented, um, that I developed talent. But these were just mastered skills. And so when I think about basketball, what gave me the edge was that I knew how to communicate teach my team where to be, how to be, where I needed them to be. I educated them on spots and angles that where we can actually play, which gave me the advantage on the court. So my gift made it seem like I was talented in basketball um, because that was the medium of which I was expressing my gift. But truth be told, I was, I, was, I was analyzing angles and understanding dynamics of breaking down the complexities of people's abilities, their, 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 their habits, their behaviors, the plays that were being ran. And I was able to make it simple enough for my team to understand, just cut back door when I run at you. They didn't need to know why. I just knew what he would do. Because I educated myself on I took a complex understanding of it, and I knew if I did a ball fake and I was able to pump the ball, he was going to freeze, and I could just bounce past him on, a, on the back door. Those are all things wow. that I was able to do while being on the court. And so it was easy for me to communicate to my team what Coach was really saying, even though he was mad. And I can educate and communicate to my team and educate them on his delivery and why he delivered, which allowed for my team to receive it better, which allowed us to play better and more effectively on the court. So all I did was use basketball to be a means of 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 uh, a medium where my gift can be expressed. Mm. So and so because I I learned basketball and I mastered the skill set of basketball, that's what developed it into a talent. And my gift was so vibrant inside of that skill set that turned into a talent. People will say, man, I think I feel like you, 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 you were made to do that. But the truth is my gift is just making room for me in the medium of what I'm expressing it in. I'm going to share a download I got. Maybe true, maybe false, but this is what just came to my head. Once we accept our gift subconsciously once we accept our gift and have confidence in the gift when we believe in the gift that the god has given us subconsciously that will give us the discipline to increase the skill it'll give us the discipline to brush up the skill to make the gift work basically so if i know that my gift is helping people, whatever is needed in this particular realm to help people, I'm going to have the discipline to do it because I have the confidence that that's what my gift is. And the reason I thought about this is because I think about my life. Like I believe a part of my gift is me being able to influence and do something first to inspire and help somebody else do it. Like I make money online. That was how I first did it first. I made money online and then I assisted others and doing it as well. And every time I want to do something, I always say, well, let me do it first. I'll go through it. I'll document it. I'll film it so that you guys can not only see that it's real, but it's so, so that you can gain the confidence in order to do it as well. So when I think about basketball, I was a scoring point guard. 
I made plays by me making the play, and then that freed up other people to make plays as well. That gave other people confidence to score as well. So a lot of time when people see Brother Ben X highlights, they say, well, Dan, you a ball hog. Not knowing if you look up the real stats, I was top in the nation, in the entire nation, in assists as well. One year I led it. The se- another year I was like fourth. Both years I can I can pass. But I was a scoring point guard, so I made it happen. I'm, you did I, it first. I put, I put points on the board first, and, you put and that opened on. up and allowed everybody else to be put on as well. And that's what I do that's in business. That's what you're doing in business. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. And it's funny that you said that it was a spiritual download because subconsciously, uh, it will begin to you'll begin to make it happen, and it's funny because if we go biblically, this is how I know because they said that um, when you get a spiritual download, you feel like God gave you something, you should be able to find evidence of that in the Word of God. Well, well, Jesus said that um, uh, the kingdom of heaven is within. Well, it can't be in your feet; it's not in your meat, <laughs> so it gotta be in your brain. Well, what's the highest form of your brain? Your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is where your heaven lies. And so if I can unlock unlock my subconscious mind because I'm unlocking my gift, well, what you got to understand is that your inheritance is in your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. In your subconscious mind, the highest form of godliness is creativity, to create things that didn't exist and make it physical. Somebody created this phone. Somebody thought about this phone. They unlocked in their subconscious mind how to make it happen. This phone became a physical uh, reality. Somebody thought, man, let me make a child. So they performed the acts of making a child. And guess what? A child was born. What was mentally in your mind, you can be able to create and bring into its physical form. So the fact that you said, when I accept my gift, it unlocks my subconscious mind. Brother Ben, that's actual factual because the kingdom of heaven is within Mm -hmm. and our inheritance that God has given us is already it's already available to us. But it's only when we unlock our subconscious mind, when you unlock your subconscious mind. You can create anything, even out your behind. And so when you understand that, you can put yourself into position to say, man, think about your subconscious mind. Your entire life is functioning off your subconscious mind. Do you think about driving when you drive? Mm -mm. Do you think about eating when you eat? Do you think about breathing when you breathe? Mm -mm. Um, um, When it comes to actually uh, um, after you spent enough time being a father, do you think about fathering Mm -hmm. or do you just naturally know how to do it? Just naturally. Okay, so after you naturally learn how to do it, you learn it, and then all of a sudden it's in your subconscious mind. Your entire world is controlled by your subconscious mind. So if you adopt your gift, you said it will unlock you in your subconscious mind. Well, if I accept my gift and I believe that God gave it to me and I want to give it to the world, subconsciously it's going to create whatever I want it to create. Mm. So, so you're absolutely right, it does, because your inheritance is, is, is the key to your inheritance is your gift. That's why a lot of y'all can't get into the door of inheritance because you're trying to get into God's inheritance for you with a skill or a talent. The Bible says that the, your gift will make room for you. Well, that means that you already have a room. You already have a room with all your inheritance and everything that he ever wanted to give you, except you keep trying to get in somebody else's room with their gift. Mm. That's why you keep getting scraps. The reason why you kept, keep getting scraps and you can never get the whole thing is because you're trying to walk in Brother Ben next door with him. So if that's Brother Ben X's room and he know, man, this is my stuff, no matter how given of a person Brother Ben X is, you only going to get a small piece of what's in his room. You got to go to your own room, your own bed. Matter of fact, Brother Ben, if I came when we were children and I came to your crib, we had a sleepover, and I came to sleep over at your crib um, and you had your bed, would you just let me stay on your bed and you sleep on the floor in your own room? 
<laughs> Not at all, right? Nah, you probably going to tell your, mama. Your little, 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 little pallet. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to tell mama, hey, mama, he need a pallet. He need his own stuff so that he can lay in, uh, so that I can lay in my bed and he can lay on the floor. Why? Because that's your room. Now, you're going to let me stay in your room, but you're not going to let me deal, have all the benefits of your room. If we playing the game and you tired of me playing the game, what's only one controller, you're going to say, this is my game. Mm -hmm. Get about my game and let me play. That's the same thing when it comes to us getting our inheritance that God has for us. The word of God that says your gift will make room for you, which means that there is already a room for you. And inside of your rooms is all the treasures and inheritance that God has already laid for you. Mm. You just got to tap into your gift, which will tap into your subconscious mind. When you tap into your subconscious mind, you will start seeing tree uh, opportunities in trees. Mm. You will start seeing opportunities and problems. You will start seeing opportunities where most people can't see opportunities. The reason why I say you will start seeing opportunity in trees because somebody that can't activate the creativity gene inside their subconscious mind, when they see a tree, they just see a tree. But with somebody that operates out their subconscious mind and they find solutions to problems, when they see a tree, they see a log. They see a fire. They see a fire log. Mm. They see a chair. They see a table. They see foundation for a house. They see they see walnuts that they can sell. They see apples that they can sell. They see shade that they can make. They see opportunity in the tree. So God has already given us all the resources that we need. There is literally nothing else that God can give us on this earth. There's nothing he can give us. He already created it for us. The key to seeing the opportunity and truly seeing God is understanding what your gift is, accepting your gift. And when you accept your gift, you're going to find the room inside your, comp uh, your, your, your subconscious mind that's going to show you all the inheritance of this earth. You're going to start seeing opportunities everywhere. That's why they say your cup will run it over. Well, your cup will run it over when your subconscious mind opens up and that room opens up and that curtain gets revealed. And you're going to see all the opportunities opportunities that God gave us with his natural resources. And there it is, family. Today, we're going to end a little different. We're going to end with the commercial. So thank you all for watching the ABS Bros. My name is Brother Ben X. I'm Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. See you next time. Love games. What are you doing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon at Top Golf? What you mean what I'm doing at 1 o'clock uh, in, in the afternoon at 1 o'clock? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Brother Ben taught me skill sets that you can learn to as well on how to take what I've learned in all of my business experiences online, and I can just use it from my phone. Matter of fact, um, I've created multiple seven-figure companies just from my phone alone because of what that brother showed. So, show that brother right there. Now, come back to me. That brother has literally showed me exactly how to take what I've learned in the offline world and how to take it online. But if you click the link below, you can learn the 50 ways that you can be able to make money so you can take advantage of the very same thing he taught me so you can take your life to the next level. So I'm going to get back to what I'm doing, making money online.